Welcome to the Remote CEO Show. My name is De Niro Bartolini, AKA De Niro B. I'm an acclaimed business coach and my moonshot is to change the face of work and business forever. With each episode, we bring you some of the most inspiring and insightful interviews with six, seven, eight, and nine figure entrepreneurs to crack the code on how to build your remote empire and have fun while doing it. Thanks for stopping by and let's get started. What is going on, CEOs? Daniel will be here with another episode of the Remote CEO Show. Today, I am here with Nikki Krosik. Nikki is a copywriter with over 15 years of experience teaching people how they can make money by building their own careers as professional copywriters. She's destroying the myth that writers don't make any money. She is the creator of the Comprehensive Copywriting Academy, Filthy Rich Writer where copywriters can learn the skills and secure the tools they will need in the industry while building a successful career, working from any location around the world and earning the money they deserve. So thank you so much for being here today, Nikki. How are you doing today? I'm great, Gennaro, how are you? I'm doing great. Again, thanks a lot for being on the show. And I always ask my guests to tell us what they were doing before they started their entrepreneurial journey and what made them start the entrepreneurial journey. <laughs> Uh, well, there are really two parts to my entrepreneurial journey. Um, the the first part is when I became a copywriter. When and I've been on staff, I've been freelance, all that kind of thing. So before that, uh, before I got into copywriting, I was I was working at, um, I mean, literally right before I was working at a health club teaching Pilates and aqua aerobics to pay the bills and going, this is not what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was reminded um, that copy copywriting existed and it was actually something I had a little bit of experience in before um, and then said oh my gosh I can do this this is this is possible for me uh, and then the second part of my entrepreneurial journey is that creating the comprehensive copywriting Academy um, as part of my website filthy rich writer and teaching people how to do what I did how to create their own copywriting careers Awesome. Super, super cool. And I really want to set the tone for this conversation because I know that uh, the remote CEOs at home, uh, you know, they may know what copywriting is, but not everyone is in on the same page. So can you tell us the difference between just being a writer and being a copywriter? Absolutely. So there are I mean, there's several different kinds of of writing. You know, there's creative writing, you write novels, you write short stories, there's journalism, there's blogging, but copywriting specifically is a writing that is designed to to make people take an action, um, to persuade or to literally sell. Um, That's gonna be different even from content writing, which is like your blog posts, that kind of thing, which are designed to to educate, to, um, to inspire or to entertain. But copywriting is really what gets people to to take the action, to sign up for the email list, um, to sign up for the program, uh, to, to want to learn more about you, all that kind of things. So it's, it's what really gets people to, to connect with you. 
makes total sense. And let's talk about, uh, you know, uh, for copywriting, I mean, let's say someone wanted to, to start uh, a course um, and wanted to onboard people. So do you do copy just on the website or do you do copy on the emails? Can you tell us a bit more what the process is of, you know, the copywriter from uh, an, ex an aspect when they get hired all the way to when they finish a project? Yeah, that's a great question because I think a lot of people don't know how they might say, okay, I know we need help with my messaging, but I don't know how to hire a copywriter or what that even entails. Um, the good news is, is that for someone who is overwhelmed by all of the messaging that they have to write, and you and I both know that messaging is probably the most important thing in your business next to whatever it is that you sell, um, it, it can be very overwhelming. But so the good news is that a copywriter can take all of that off your hands. They can do your website. They can do your, your nurture email series. They can do your sales email series. They can write your sales page. They can write your landing pages. They can write all that kind of stuff. Um, and in a pinch, you can even hire them to help you out with your, with your blog posts. Um, and then I should say too, if that sounds overwhelming, because I know there are some entrepreneurs out there who are like, whoa, do I have to hire them to do all of that stuff? No, you definitely don't. You can do it in phases. My advice for entrepreneurs is always figure out what's going to have the most direct impact on your business. And that's where you should invest in a copywriter. You know, if you are, if you're getting people into your funnel, okay. And getting them opening your emails. Okay. But on the sales page, they're not converting the way you want them to then maybe look into hiring a copywriter for that sales page. And then once you're making a lot of money there, then you can go back and have them tweak or completely rewrite your sales funnel or anything like that. For sure. And I actually got this quite a bit because um, the listeners at home know that I own a uh, marketing agency, a digital marketing agency, and uh, some of the clients that I've worked with in the past are afraid that if they get someone else to write for them, they kind of lose their you know, persona that's behind the business. So can you explain where we got the processes from a copywriter perspective on how do you keep, you know, the voice of the business owner and the brand alive while still really make it into a persuasive piece of writing? Sure. That's a good point. Um, because a, a good copywriter, a skilled copywriter is not going to sound like themselves. They're going to sound like your business. It should sound seamless. There should be no question. They should be able to, to get right in and adopt your voice and your tone. So one of the first things that a copywriter is going to do once you agree to start the project and, and you get the, the scope of the project, you know exactly what it's going to be. It's very important really to start up the, the, the conversation like that. So you both understand exactly what the project entails, what the deliverables are, when you're going to get it, all that kind of stuff. Um, and a good copywriter will make that just smooth and easy for you. Um, but one of the first things they're going to do is say, okay, I need everything you have. Point me to any web pages you have that you love. Point me to any emails you have that you love. At the same time, point me to any pages or emails or pieces that you don't love, that you feel like you didn't get your voice across in. And they're going to be listening too as you talk. If your brand is you, they're going to be listening as you talk for your tone and for your style. Um, and they're really going to be, before they even get started on writing, they're going to be thinking about messaging, but they're going to dive in to how you sound and how your brand needs to come across. Because yeah, like I said, it should be absolutely seamless. Someone who is coming into your business should never ever be able to say, oh yeah, they wrote this one. No, I don't think they wrote this one. It should be seamless. 
makes total, total sense. I really love what you're saying right now. And just to put, you know, the listener's mind at ease, as I said, like whenever you're building a funnel, you just want to make sure that you're working with someone that really knows what they're doing so that uh, there is no disconnect. And, you know, Nikki, it seems to me that the more we're talking about copywriting, the more it seems that a lot of the work is actually done before you really start typing stuff out, right? So the process, there's a lot of uh, research beforehand. There's a lot of putting pieces together. Um, why is copy so important in this day and age? And how, you know, can, can you tell me like from, from a uh, quality perspective or for a result perspective, really, if you have a funnel that was just written on the fly by someone uh, and someone actually invested in your experience, uh, what kind of results do you get on one end and on the other? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I mean, the, the, the results are really day and night. You know, the thing is part of the problem too, is that believe me, I'm an entrepreneur. I do the same things too. We tend to leave the messaging to the, and I say, I'm a copywriter. We tend to leave the messaging to the end. Cause it's like fun to hire a designer or to build your website or, you know, but then the messaging you save till the end when that's the exact last time. I and mean, you shouldn't be saving it to the end. It should be the first thing you do because it is like you were saying, it's so important. You know, you can have the most beautiful website in the world, but if your messaging doesn't connect with the people that you're trying to, 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 to connect with, to, to sell to, uh, or to persuade, maybe that's a better way to put it. Um, you're not going to sell anything you, but at the same time, you could have like, a blank page, or I should say a white page with black type on it as your website. If your copy is really good, people will read it and go, oh my gosh, wow, this person really gets me. They get my problems. They, they have demonstrated their expertise and yeah, they know how to solve my problems to get me to that transformation I want to purchase. Your, your messaging is really what gets people to, to take that action, to, to do what you want them to do. And I don't mean that in like a pushy or salesy kind of way, but really in a, in a, a making that connection, they have a want or a need and you have that solution to that want and need. And that copywriting is what makes that connection, what makes people understand that you have the best solution for them. Perfect. Perfect. So I want to dive in a bit deeper in the process of coming up with good copy. And I know that again, a lot of uh, my listeners are scaling their business and now they're realizing that there is a lot more than just asking for referrals when they want clients. So they're building their own funnels and they're maybe hiring people. But if someone is not necessarily ready to hire a copywriter right now, but they wanted to fix up, you know, that landing page so that they can get a couple of more leads a week. Um, what are, you know, three tips can you, that you can give our listeners um, to fix it up right now for the time being before they hire some professionals like yourself? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. The first thing that people need to get really clear on is what their target audience actually wants to hear. You know, as entrepreneurs, okay. sometimes we get in our head what we want our message to be, what we want to tell them, what we want them to think is important. But that's not necessarily what our target audience thinks is important. So you need to get really clear on what they need to hear, what the, what the benefit to consumer is for them, what transformation they're hoping to get. The transformation and then also what their frustrations are, what they're trying to avoid. And once you can tap into those two pieces, the what they're trying to 
avoid, what they're trying to get away from, and what they're trying to move toward. When you infuse that in your messaging mm. first and foremost, before anything else, um, that's going to move the needle probably the greatest that it possibly could. Um, Point two is if you're not sure what they want, or if you're not sure what their first, like if you are not 110% sure, uh, you need to get on a Zoom call or get on a phone, get on the phone with either current customers or prospective customers or even just the target audience that you want um, and really talk to them and ask them and record those message those meetings because I mean obviously get their permission permission but record those meetings because you are going to want to use a lot of the same words that they're using I know some people are like oh that sounds like cheating um, it's not at all what that is is you know our brains are are um, primed to respond when people use the same words back to us. You know, if I say, well, I'm, I'm frustrated with X, Y, Z, and you say, okay, I, I, it sounds like you're frustrated with X, Y, Z. Even just repeating it back there makes people go, oh yeah, he gets me, <laughs> you know, like, which is crazy, but that's how it works. And so when you take those same exact words and you put them on your sales page, in your sales funnel, that kind of thing, people, people read it and they feel like you understand them. And obviously you do, but using those words, words makes that connection so much easier. So getting on the phone and actually talk or getting on Zoom and actually talking with your, your customers, um, it makes a huge difference. Um, and also I think, uh, point three is to, you definitely do want to convey your story. Um, what, what makes you passionate about what you do, what your origin story is, that kind of thing. But at the same time, my students and I always joke about how your about me page isn't actually about you. Your about me page is about what you can do for your target audience. So as you're telling your story, you want to always be relating that back to the results and the transformation that your, your target audience will experience when they work with you or when they purchase your product or, or that kind of thing. Perfect. Um, it just makes me think like you, you said three things right now. So one was the first thing was uh, talk about problems and needs. The second one was to use similar words or the same words and then the future reward. So when you're talking about using the same words, it really, really reminds me of the fact that a lot of business owners, they think that they know their product. As a matter of fact, they know their product, but the problem, they're so inside their product that they can't even describe it in an objective way. So the copywriter or the copy uh, of, the, of the funnel or the, the ad or whatever you're trying to write should actually think as the client and not as the business owner. And that sometimes is very hard to do. And I love, I know that <laughs> for myself, definitely. Yeah, um, that's a great point. It's really easy. You know, they're buzzwords that we use or they're industry buzzwords or, but they're not necessarily, your, your target audience may not use those same words or they might not even know what those words mean. So that's a great point. Yeah, get in your actual target audience's shoes. Yeah, perfect. Super cool. And now I do want to talk about Filthy Rich Writer. Um, so your program, can you expand more on that? When did you start it? How, how's your community? And uh, yeah, tell us more about it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I started it uh, about eight years ago. Um, the, well, yes, I started Filthy Rich Writer about eight years ago, and I started building the Comprehensive uh, Copywriting Academy about eight years ago. And basically, I built it because there wasn't really any great 
training out there to become a professional copywriter. There were some, um, some kind of cheesy ones or some kind of, you know, but, uh, but there wasn't anything that was solid that could really give you a solid base. Um, whether you want to be freelance, whether you want to be on staff, all that kind of thing. But, um, so what I ended up building was the kind of course I would have wanted when I first got started a billion years ago. <laughs> um, you know, so we take people through, of course, how to write copy and then, of course, more advanced tactics, but also how to build your experience, how to build your portfolio site, how to land your first clients, how to land a regular steady stream of clients because if mm -hmm. you're not getting paid for it, it's just a hobby, right? Yeah, um, for sure. yeah. And I, I, speaking of community, I will say that one of the greatest um, joys or delights in my business is that we have like the nicest group of people in our community. Our, our Facebook page is very active and, you know, that's where people will go. We have, obviously we have much monthly, co not obviously, but we have monthly coaching calls and, and all kinds of stuff with me, but on a daily basis, um, students will go in and they'll, they'll, you know, ask questions or they'll, they'll post copy for feedback. And um, we have some, we have, I have a head coach and some student coaches and, but the, the students are, are so active and so like supportive and so friendly. It's, it's the coolest thing, you know, as a business owner, you kind of, cross your fingers and you know you'll have to toss people out if they're if they get you know belligerent yes. or out of hand exactly never had to do that all we've had is just like the, the nicest people it's fantastic that's super cool super cool i wanted to ask you about future projects for mm -hmm. you and for the academy are you guys working on anything exciting right now and maybe like is covid impacting your business uh, growth at all right now and what are you guys up to yeah, absolutely. Well, um, for Filthy Rich Writer, for the Comprehensive Copywriting Academy, um, just talking about COVID first, uh, it's actually, it really has not impacted it at all. Um, if anything, we've seen a little bit of an uptick in um, purchases for us. And then for our students, it's really the same thing. You know, I think people are like, oh, well, businesses are, businesses are closing. All oh, businesses are closing. And, and that's really not the case. You know, it's, um, I, when, as you know, when the economy gets a little tricky or, or things are up in the air, businesses get hyper-focused on selling. And so unfortunately, sometimes they let go or furlough parts of the company that don't directly contribute to sales, but copywriting directly contributes to sales. So my students are landing plenty of clients. Um, we have a, a woman who just transitioned out of teaching and she, we did an interview and she said, you know, I was giving myself five months. She had a baby. She said, I'm giving myself five months to replace my teaching income so that I can, I can leave teaching. Um, and she did it in six weeks. And so wow. it's, yeah, exactly. In the middle of COVID with a tiny baby at home. So it's, it's very, very possible. Um, you know, I, I tell my students the first time I hit six figures as a copywriter was in 2008, right in the middle of the great recession, right after I left a, a full-time job. Yeah. Yeah. And the interesting thing about these times that, and you know, they're unfortunate times for a lot of people and I do uh, agree on that. But the only thing is that uh, fortunately for us that live in the digital world, <laughs> let's say we work in the digital world, at least um, there's definitely like even e-commerce by itself. Like it's just 
fast forward it by uh, five years. And um, what was supposed to happen in 2025 is actually happening right now. So there's a ton of even brick and mortar stores that didn't even need copywriting before. Now they're online to realize, hey, who's writing all the product descriptions? Who's writing all our email marketing campaigns? So there's a huge opportunity. Um, when you talk about um, replacing the teaching income, so uh, this client in particular, but even the other clients, like do they land several clients on a retainer or are they project based on, on average? Of course, it really depends, but what do you find to be the, the most common case? Um, it's a little bit of both. Um, we definitely start out by teaching people to land project-based work because that's the easiest thing to pitch. But as you know, once you start working with one project, then you have the opportunity to say, hey, you know, that went so well, how about we do this? And how about we do this? And, and then yes. that may eventually move into retainer work as the, the business owner sees how valuable you are and knows that they want to keep, um, keep working with you on all of their projects. Yeah. So it's, we, it's the, it's a little challenge with any type of business, right? The, the first like month or two, it's like a flywheel. You have to push really hard at the beginning. And then as you get going, it starts to kind of spin on its own. And really when you are, you know, doing your outreach consistently with the system we teach our students, it's once you get that flywheel going, you get the clients in there and then you go, wow, I've got, <laughs> oh, I've got too many clients. I have to yes. push this out a little bit. Yeah. And it's funny that you say that because that's actually my other question that I had here at the remote CEO. I, I coach um, my students on how to go from freelancer to actually owning an agency and hiring staff. So from a um, copywriter perspective, um, how does it work? Are you still writing maybe like a few main pieces and then you have staff writing other things and then you kind of oversee the process? Um, can you expand a bit more on how to scale your copywriting business once you're mm -hmm. full and you can't take on more clients on your own? Yeah, well, there are really kind of a couple of ways to do it. You could do it that way in that you write the bigger pieces and then you kind of subcontract to, obviously you choose copywriters that you've vetted and you know they're very good, but um, you, then you can kind of subcontract some of the smaller pieces or you can be the person in charge of going out and finding the clients and still, you know, keeping some copywriting work because it's fun, but you can then give whole projects to your subcontractors and really just kind of oversee, check in with them, see how it's going. But also once you develop a team of really good uh, subcontractors that you can rely on and you know are good and you know are on the ball and they're treating the client well and they're doing the work well, you don't have to check in all that often at all. Mm -hmm. Makes total sense. Nikki, this conversation has been very eye-opening. I am looking forward to have you back on the show in the uh, future. But for now, uh, I know my listeners will want to read more about what you guys do. So um, where can people find you online? Absolutely. They can find us uh, at filthyrichwriter.com and of course on social, Filthy Rich Writer all over the place. Um, and then also if they think that copywriting might be something they're interested in, they want to kind of dip their toes in, um, they can pop over to www.freecopywritingtraining.com. And then we have a free video training for them. It talks about how to land freelance clients, but don't let them stop them if they're not yet ready to land freelance clients because there's a ton of information just about copywriting as a whole. Perfect. Nikki, again, thank you so much and we'll talk soon. That's terrific. Thank you. 
and this is it for today ceos thanks for staying with us until the end can i ask you a big favor can you please leave a review i know the podcast app is not super straightforward so if you don't know how to leave a review just dm me on instagram at deniero b d-e-n-i-e-r-o-b and i will send you the direct link to the review section and to show you my appreciation i will answer any business question you ask me during that conversation so thank you again and i will talk to you again soon